you know, write down exactly who I wanted to be in a relationship with, like the ideal person, and then flip that around and go, okay, good, well, who's the kind of person they would want to be in a relationship with? What's, if this is my ideal girl, what would their list look like? And then make myself into that person. I'm Ren McDonald, and this is The Hope Initiative, a show dedicated to learning about humans on planet Earth, where I speak with everyday people to find moments of success and struggle in their life to help inspire hope in yours. Welcome to episode 6 of the podcast, and this week I bring something quite different to what I've presented thus far. It was a long weekend here in Melbourne, and truth be told, I was slightly behind the eight ball. I spent the weekend up in rural New South Wales, dirt biking with some of my best mates, and on our seven hour drive home late on Sunday night, we decided it'd be a cracking idea to record some audio. We chose a topic, I did my best to fit a square peg in a round hole, so to speak, in terms of keeping the three of the lads in line whilst we flew at 100 kilometers down the highway. And what you're about to hear is the end result of all of that. By no means perfect, by no means earth-shattering, but it's the everyday that this entire podcast aims to encompass. Thus far, each episode is getting more and more listeners, which I can only thank you all listening for. It's really encouraging to see. In this episode, keeping in mind that it is something different, I'd appreciate any feedback anyone may have, constructive or otherwise, I do really appreciate you giving it the time. So without further ado, here's four males talking about relationships. Nice one. So I'm driving, we're driving here, we've just come out of Tumbarumba, are we in Victoria? Yeah, we're back in Victoria, we just le- left Cooma a few hours ago, I'm in the car, I'm in McDonald, I'm in the car from, we'll go clockwise, who's driving? My name's Ben Knott, and I'm the driver of this vehicle. Go Sammy. G'day, my name is Sam. That's perfect. And my name's Alex Miney. What's Sam's last name? Sam Knott. Nah, I don't believe it. Not. Not. Alright, so we're, we're sitting here, we've been talking a lot of shit. Um, I, you guys really want me to host a podcast here, do you? Fucking host, we do. Absolutely. Alright, we were discussing some topics before, and the one we settled on was relationships, um, because two of the lads in the car, Ben and Alex, are both married. Happily married, four years. Happily married, four years for, for Alex there, and Ben, how long have you been married? I've been married just over a year now. It's all about to come crashing down, my friend. Lovely, jubbly. And Sammy, you're not married, but tell us a little bit. Give us a brief 30-second rundown of your current uh, relationship. Not married, but um, I'd say strong, strong de facto. Uh, have found the one and uh, are working our way along. I know that's, it's, it's quite sweet, isn't it? Super exciting. No, we're we're very found comfortable. We're very happy. I've, I found the one, and uh, I'd say that's passion. That's what that is. We're moving forward. We're moving forward at a, at a quick pace. And things are going well. Nice. So, okay. Well, I mean, this is very, like, I don't even know what the word is. This is a very open discussion, essentially. You mentioned there, Sam, you found the one. So why don't we talk about that to start? Finding the one. Well, the concept of the one. Is there the one? Ben's laughing at me. I'm trying to be a, I'm trying to be a host. Funny, I'm trying to, no, I'm trying to figure well. out a topic. You're doing well, Ren. So... We'll start with you, Sam, because you're the one who brought it up. You're okay. holding the mic. Yep. 
So you, you're with a girl now who you've just called the one, and I feel that that was a sincere statement. Why do you think that? So, why why would I say that she's the one? I've had my fair share of partners and girlfriends, and not to be cliche and say that you know, but there's just a level of agreement and reality shared that you sort of become comfortable and you settle into the the fact that this is the sort of person you want to confront the future with and you're ready to take on, on goals. And it's very clear when that's not there. And I think that, if anything, the biggest lesson I'd learned from the past was that you need to confront what's actually there. And if it's not correct, get the fuck out. So, that's a fair point. But do you feel like you had these feelings before? Like you said, you want to, you know, create goals... Or you know, go after goals and build a life with the with a certain person. I don't know. For me, it's fucking black and white. It is completely black and white. I've never I've never wondered if someone was the right one. With Perry, I knew. But what what I'll say on that front is, I, I agree with what Sam's saying, as far as um you know knowing they're the one. When when me and Ellie first um we were dating, we'd probably been dating like a few weeks maybe. Let's and give some context to this. I'll come in as your host. Ellie's your wife. Yep, Ellie's married, my wife. We, we've years. been uh, happy, happily married for four years. We were together for um, about two years um, when I proposed to her. And we got married about 18 months later. Um, so when we met, um, Ellie was 16. Um, I was 17. Um, and we clashed. We clashed hard because she was like, you know, the the leader of the female clan. And I was like, you know, the one of the alpha males. Let's be honest, I was the alpha male. Sorry, boys, at the time. Um, and for some reason, we just clashed, and we clashed hard. And it was probably like that for, like, maybe a good four or five months. And then we kind of, we, we started hanging out a bit more, got to know each other, and then not long after that, we started dating. And probably after about maybe maybe three or four weeks, I'm like, cool, like, she's the one. Like, I can comfortably say and lock that down. And I, I said to her, the first time I said, I love you. Her response to that was, tell me that when you really mean it. And it was cold. Like, I'm, I'm not just talking like a, oh yeah, tell me that when you really mean it. It's like, tell me that when you really mean it. And it was like, I was like, shit. But I feel like if you had a situation where you didn't know that they were the one, you might take that and be like, oh, well, you know what, fuck, maybe she's not the one. Maybe she isn't. But I'm just like, all right, take it on the chin, move on with my life, because I know that she's going to eventually realise that that is the case and that I did mean it and here we are you know however many years what, what are we in 2019 we started dating September 2011 so almost 8 years we've been together now and you know we couldn't imagine life without one another like it, it's very much like oh like, obviously I like going away you know spending a bit of time with the lads and what have you but they get to the point where it's like oh shit like you know you, you kind of you, you do miss your wife and you're like if it was to be you're sleeping in your bed by yourself, that would be weird for me because I'm now used to being with my wife and being with my dog and being with, you know, the life that we've now created. And I guess for me, like, when you... You obviously don't necessarily know what's going to be coming in the future, like, when you when you start a relationship with someone because obviously, like, you know, she just turned 17 when we started dating and I was 18, you know, that's, like, prime prime party time for people living in Australia at that age, you know, to, to get in a relationship at that stage and be, you know, 
just kind of on on lockdown, so to speak. And but not just not like being like, oh, I'm on lockdown, I can't go do other things. But like just being being comfortable with that and being happy with that. And yeah, vibes. Relationship lockdown, being faithful. Yeah, hundred percent. All right. Well, for you, had you ever told anyone prior to her that you love them? Yep. Like another girl relationship. Yep. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, did you think they were the one at any point? Mm, no, I don't think so. Like, for me personally, like, you know, everyone's different, but I would never, like, necessarily get it. And this is obviously looking at it in hindsight, but, you know, you wouldn't, like, want to get into a relationship if you didn't see that there was any kind of future there. And once you start someone, you can obviously re- realise, oh, like, you know, maybe there is or maybe there isn't. And, you know, like, if, if you from the very get-go were like, there's no future in this at all, like for me personally, I wouldn't start something like that. And you know, maybe you don't you don't realise that until you're already in it, and you know you have to assess it at the time or whatever. But yeah, for me, I'd, I'd said to other people that I loved them, um, but were they the same feelings that I had at the time when I realised that I loved my current wife? Definitely not. No. All right, well, Benny, you're also married, as we've established, but I think you might have had a couple more relationships prior to that you're marrying your wife how long were you with her before you got married well we uh, we first got together in 2012 and we married in 2018 so my math's pretty bad but that would be about six years um, so yeah it was quite a while before we actually tied the knot yeah tied the knot get it nice and in terms of relationships before that did you have any long term ones where you sort of considered because obviously Alex met his wife when he was 18 and that could be perceived as being quite young which really it is right both teenagers but they're Benny left Benny left Benny left Benny left Benny left, Benny left, Benny left, left. Doing... oh we're fuck almost off the road that's, that's great content alright thanks bud this was the <laughs> last <laughs> instalment of the hope initiative <laughs> it's now called the remembrance initiative it's now called the death initiative <laughs> in memory of Rin McDonald and co be, be no more. there was hope until Ben forgot to take the turn good time to ask yeah. him the questions so yeah Alex has been married since well in a relationship since he was 18 to his yeah. now wife which is obviously quite young but they're doing a great job you know, working very well together. You were in relationships from that age that didn't work out. Did you think any of them could possibly be the one at the time? Yeah, like, you know, I mean, I've uh, I've been in longer relationships for, I mean, most of my time since I was about 15 years old. So majority of my time I've spent in a relationship and... Um, you know, it was a pretty committed relationship in all of the instances. Um, and in each one, I definitely felt a strong connection. And, you know, it was kind of like each one was a bit of a learning curve and a bit of a, a new thing for me. So at the time, I might have been like, you know, this could be it. Um, like my first relationship when I was 15 years old, it was a typical high school um, kind of thing. And, you know, at the time, it was very much so oh, this is it, you know, I've found this, there's this female and she really likes me and I really like her and this is kind of this whole new thing for me, new thing for her and, um, you know, wow, we might just be these high school sweethearts kind of thing, you know, like why wouldn't it be? And and then the one after that was a lot more serious, a lot more kind of real for me. Um, 
that went that lasted quite a lot longer and you know like each relationship kind of developed more than the last because I'd had a few more years of experience and I'd kind of you know I'd know what was the right thing or the wrong thing more so obviously there was a lot a lot of lessons learned in each new relationship but yeah you know it's like a I found that um each one kind of progressed differently and I definitely felt that with each one you know like there was um there was a closeness that could have been could have definitely been it you know it could have been like I could quite comfortably um I I wouldn't necessarily say spend the rest of my life with you but it was like you know we would agree on a lot of things and we'd have a you know really close really tight connection and yeah so I guess I guess so you know at the time I definitely felt like it could be yeah yeah okay um now relationships can end for a variety of reasons so I don't think we necessarily need to go into why the ones that didn't work didn't work but why did the one that has worked why has it worked you with her from what age uh so I met my wife when I was Nineteen, just about to turn twenty. Okay. Um, so yeah, let's talk about that rather than maybe focusing on the negative. So, how did you build the relationship into a marriage when you maybe felt similar feelings for prior women? Obviously, you maybe a little bit younger. I'm not trying to put words in your mouth and you know say that maturity might have been a factor because you're a pretty level-headed fella. But what do you think made this one really, you know, the one? In, in terms of the one you've you've now married, um, you know, I guess like Sammy touched on it, and uh, well, Alex did as well. It's the bi- one big factor is that you agree on so many different facets of your life, and when you're both working towards similar goals, you know, as cliche as that sounds, um, it really makes such a difference in that respect. And there's other factors as well, like you know, two people could be working towards the same things and want the same things in life, but if they're very if they're very different, uh, like, you know, like their emotional tone is different or the, the other things that they enjoy doing in life are very different or, you know, just their communication and, and um, how easily they can talk to each other is very different than, you know, a relationship wouldn't survive in my view. And, you know, I've found that Bianca and I, we are very similar in a lot of ways and, you know, in, in our, our emotional tone, our communication, that kind of thing, I found that was one really big thing, you know, we could just quite comfortably talk to each other about really anything, and uh, we're all, we're both working, you know, that was probably the biggest thing um, in terms of why I think this relationship has worked so much better than the other ones in the past. Yeah, sick. All right, let's go back to you, Sammy. What do you think, not that I necessarily want to put a number on it, but what are some of the, the key things that you need in a relationship from your perspective? I think ultimately the only thing you really need uh, is honesty and free-flowing communication um, with similar goals. They don't have to be the same. You don't have to want the exact same things or be doing the exact same uh, job or target. And that's not just to, to contradict what Ben said, but you don't have to be doing the exact same thing. You just have to have similar intentions and similar goals and be working uh, towards a, a common a common way. And as long as you can be honest and you can communicate and 
you <clears throat> you, you just it, it comes down to honesty it really comes down to communicating in terms of you looking back now on your most recent relationship which ended last year yeah what can you now reflect on as being like hey that would have been good advice at the time when I was in it that maybe you got after the fact and I guess a viewpoint because there might be people listening who are like I don't know if I should tell my friend that I think their boyfriend or girlfriend is a douche sure so what do you think would be a good message to give those people it would be different for different people I'm quite quite stubborn and I don't think there really would have been much that anyone could have said that would have changed what I was doing. Uh, looking back, though, the lesson that I learned and the thing that I wish I knew earlier was that, like, innately you know and you can look to the future irregardless of, of how well you can kind of see it. And you, for me, I could always tell and I knew that it was just a matter of time. There wasn't, there were, there were too many points where I was like, this actually won't work out long term and... I need to kind of confront that and the the trouble really starts when you get that first idea and thought of this isn't what I this isn't the person I want to share the rest of my life with and you don't tackle it on the spot because as more time goes by that's when that's when hearts get broken and damage gets done. Nice. We're here with Alex Maloney on the mic. Hello guys. And we're going to ask him what is the worst thing that's happened in your love life? relationships the worst thing that's happened yeah like to be brutally honest I haven't really had many bad things happen in my relationships or specifically my marriage because obviously that's kind of the obviously the most important one I haven't personally really had anything bad happen in it like you know you have your odd disagreements and what have you um, and to be honest kind of like what we what the guys were touching on before about you know what's the most important thing in a relationship and they're both um, different wording but it essentially came down to the two main things which was being honest and being in good communication with each other and that obviously comes from both parties and I think that any time that there has been a disagreement or an argument or a difference in you know opinions that kind of got exaggerated whether it's from myself or my wife it came down to one or both of those points being out meaning you know I wasn't fully honest about something or you know I didn't communicate properly or she didn't communicate properly or you know wasn't fully honest. like not not necessarily lying to each other but you know if there was something that maybe happened that you know should have been said because obviously if you're in a, in a committed relationship and you want to be honest with each other and something happens that you know if the tables were turned you'd want to be told but then you didn't tell then that's kind of something that you need to, like, I guess, look at. And um, if, like, if you're, if you feel like, oh, if this happened, I'd want to know about it. And then that, you know, that happens to you, and you don't communicate it. And that's kind of like a double standard. So, for us, like, whenever we've had an argument or anything, it's always been from one of us, or sometimes even both of us, not having one of those two points in. Sure. And that might sound like, oh, I don't believe that they haven't had any arguments or fights. Like, we've definitely had arguments, but nothing like. Nothing massive. You're the like, pin-up dolls of the marriage, right? Say again? You're like the classic pin-up dolls oh, of 100%. the perfect marriage. We're like Ken and Barbie. Like, just straight Fuck. up. Are you Ken and Barbie? I'm Def's Ken. Ken I would have pictured you as Barbie, bro. I reckon you do a good fake tan. Yeah? All right, Sammy, what's the worst thing that's happened to you in a relationship? Huh? The worst thing that's ever happened to me on the subject of relationships was watching or, or hearing about 
the, the woman I love marrying another man and knowing that any shred of hope or dream of things becoming right um, just essentially imploding and going away and that having literally no hope there was up until that point a shred of hope and an idea of how it, how it could work and then I found out she married someone else and being completely devastated and really not knowing what to do anymore because that was something in the back of my mind and that's having deep. that's deep but having having no stable datums you know you, you kind of take a few things I assume for these boys it would be their wives and their purpose for their job and you know their families as, as real stable datums and when you have one of the key key main ones pulled out of your life or essentially put in a, an area you can't touch it it's fucking devastating and it really kind of shatters your reality on what you're doing and what you want to make happen in your life. Fair enough. That is brutal. But uh, I got her in the end. Sorry? I said, but I got her in the end. So, what'd you do? You swoop in, grab her hair, Rapunzel style? Not quite. Uh, I met her 2015. We um, were together in, I guess you'd say, a long distance for almost two years. And then we went our own ways, and about a year and a half later, she married someone else. And this was uh, almost two years ago now, a year and a half ago now. And really, I just had to, you know, ethically and morally, you have to step backwards. You can't, you can't, that's kind of a, a line you can't cross. If someone's married, you can't go in there and, and tear down someone else's marriage, no matter your own thoughts or feelings. So I had to kind of pull back... Um, take an inventory of, of who I am and what I want and then just kind of work on myself and some other areas and subjects in my life until you know to be perfectly honest I had zero interest in any other woman I really had had very little attention or time to give anyone else because I was so adamantly certain that that she was the one and sure enough by no action of my own that that marriage ran its course and um and ended I found out about it afterwards, and uh, and then yeah, I swept in Rapunzel style and uh, swept her off her feet. Nice man. So things worked out. They did. They worked out in the end. And to avoid all cliches, it really comes down to you kind of you know when you know, and if you do if you do have that certainty, don't fuck around. Get it done just slam it closed and if it's not the right person and you're not certain don't fucking hang around for, for weeks months years to see if it slowly grows just you you know keep your integrity in and and really work I found the best thing I could do was to look at who you know write down exactly who I wanted to be in a relationship with like the ideal person and then flip that around and go okay good well who's the kind of person they would want to be in a relationship with what's if this is my ideal girl what would their list look like and then make myself into that person you know kind of raise my standards in my life fitness health uh, everything that's good nice one what about you Benny you uh oh sorry I can use this Benny what's the worst thing that's happened to you in your love life relationships yeah love's been love's been pretty fucking tough at points um, pretty heartbreaking you know I would say that my relationship now with my wife is a lot like Alex's in that I I have kind of learned from my mistakes and can sort shit out when it gets pretty shit but um, 
never gets too too bad because like you said you know just talk about it and fix it up but that definitely wasn't the case for me about four, six, seven years ago. Um, yeah, I guess probably the the toughest, the you know the shittest point in my life for relationships and love and all that crap. You know that was um, back when I was about seventeen, eighteen, and um, yeah, like it was getting to the point where you really find you find someone that is a real companion for you. And I, I was very close with this one girl for quite some time, and we grew apart a little bit. It was probably more so me. And um, at one period, I, I guess I kind of um, decided that I just didn't want to be with her anymore. But I didn't actually have the balls to kind of call it as it is and say, you know what, I don't want to be in this relationship anymore. So I kind of half-heartedly. Um, said that I just I came up with some bullshit excuse of how it just wasn't going to work and we're going to have to split up and I remember trying really hard to end this relationship with this girl for quite a few months actually and it's a bit of a shit fight with all her friends who you know went to war with me and it was just a, a real debacle but this crazy thing happened where when I actually broke it off with her um I actually lived in a different state or I moved home for a little bit and after about a month of being apart I suddenly flipped and this weird thing happened where I suddenly I don't know if it was like fell for her again or you know maybe I was jealous of I mean I was 18 years old so I was very impressionable but possibly became jealous of other blokes that were talking to her or possibly getting with her and I suddenly felt like you know fuck I've made a terrible mistake and you know I've heard of this happening quite a lot now it's quite an interesting little phenomenon that can happen when you're pulling away and the other person's pulling towards you and then all of a sudden they finally detach and you kind of see that they've started going their other way and this strange thing happens where you flip and all of a sudden you're frantically trying to get them back and this happened to me and I said, you know what? I want to get back with you. I'm, I'm mad about you and I don't know what the fuck I was thinking. I'm, I'm crazy about you. And, you know, she'd gone through this absolute fucking heartache over these past few months. And, you know, she was at the point of hating me for what I'd done to her. And, you know, she said, well, okay, that's that's really good let's get back you know but she was kind of half-hearted about it because she wasn't quite sure why I'd suddenly done this anyway after just a few days of being back together I could tell that she was um very emotionally still shook up from this whole thing and you know she was in a bit of a strange place and she suddenly decided um after some some incident happened she suddenly decided that you know what she didn't actually want to be with me and she needed to be single and you know, sort out our life and try different things and yada, yada, yada. And then I was heartbroken, like beside myself for months, months and months. I was trying to get back with this chick and, um, yeah, it was, it was fucking terrible. Like all I could think about was how, how much of a stupid fucking mistake I'd made. And at the time I thought, you know, this is the love of my life. What have I done? This chick is perfect. And I've, ended it and now she doesn't want to be with me and like 
it sucked. It was fucking horrible. I, I can't... I don't even like thinking about that particular time because it was just a shitty time in my life. And eventually we ended up getting back together and then, um, you know, breaking up again and then getting back together again. And it was just... It was shit. And I remember when it all started, when I first was you know, at the point where we're breaking up and then getting back together again, this, I remember having dinner with a couple of these people that I was with, like friends at the time, and this one bloke who was about 10 years older, and he was probably about my age now, actually, he kind of looked at me, and he could see me typing out essays via text, and he, he had a bit of a smirk, and I remember vividly him saying, you know what, dude, take it from someone who's had a bit of experience, you just need to end it. <laughs> like, just, if you've decided to end it, end it for good, you're just going to go through a whole bunch of heartache and I fucking wish I'd uh, taken his advice because the next year of my life was just hell like in terms of the relationship it was just mentally emotionally physical hell and um, you know I finally got to the point she actually ended off ended it off in the end um, and it took me a, a good year to kind of move past and, and get on with my life but uh yeah it was it was a strange thing like it was something i certainly wasn't ready for thank you yeah thank you for sharing what is the best piece of advice you've ever received off someone regarding relationships probably the best piece of the one that's worked most for me is just to keep creating it like i don't know it sounds very general but i'm talking like you know if you let if you let your life just become a bit mechanical and you kind of, you know, say hi to your wife or your girlfriend or uh, your boyfriend or whoever it is and, you know, you talk a little bit in this kind of mechanical routine way, day in, day out, then um, it can get a little bit boring, can get a little bit shit. I've found that, you know, talking about the future and talking about things that you want to create, even if it comes down to, you know, like a a holiday you want to start or you know set up in the future or um, some goal that you've got you know maybe talking about your house or um, you know one way you want to create your like my wife's right into um, you know decorating the bedroom at the moment and to be honest I couldn't give two fucks about what it looks like but I know that's something that she enjoys and if I um, I can kind of get into that then you know we bond and and we kind of feel closer and it's the same for me you know like sometimes I like talking about my motorbikes or talking about things that you know before we were together she just honestly would not even have a second thought about but um, I think in a good relationship if you can kind of really put yourself in the other person's shoes and start thinking with these kind of things and you know talk about them create them start that kind of thing like I found that really successful and it really brings you together and um it's very easy to slip out or very easy to get into a bit of a rut of just not doing that, you know, like you rely on the other person and um, you just kind of expect them to be there or expect them to do their thing, but that's actually, that's wrong. You've got to put it there every day, you know, like every every week you've got to create something on it. Nice, man. Really good. Let's go to you, Sammy. Same question. What's the best piece of advice you've ever received from someone? best piece of advice I have ever received about relationships would have to be never go to sleep on an upset. If you have a disagreement, right? An upset, um, a fight, you have to resolve it. And this only became real and true for me about a month ago. 
and I, I honestly cannot remember what it was. It wasn't even a fight that we'd had, just she was upset. And we were lying in bed, and it had been a very long day. It was about 2 a.m., and I wanted nothing more than to get a couple hours sleep before we started the next day, and she was upset. And I, honestly, I can't remember what it was about right now, and it, it probably wasn't anything significant, but we sat up in bed and we, we talked about it for about an hour and ended up getting very little sleep. And looking back, that was crucial to overcoming, uh, you know, a, a bit of a sticky situation we were in. And I'm very happy I did that. And I would sacrifice any sleep or any anything really because if you do... Because I, I have in the past, you have a fight, you have an upset, you have a disagreement, you go whatever, you roll over and go to sleep. It tears a relationship down very quickly and you need to tackle that stuff head on. That's lovely. Over to you, Mel. What's the best piece of advice you've ever received on relationships? The best piece of advice I've ever received. Happy wife, happy life. Up the bum, no babies. Up the bum, Up the no, bum babies. no babies. That like, was a good one. Call her daddy. This was the first time I've heard that and that's definitely the best thing I've ever heard. Congrats. Uh, I knew it was on the podcast the other day we listened to. Up above their babies. Yeah, I've never a, listened to a, a podcast. I don't know what you guys listen to. The James Smith podcast. I tell you yeah, what. Um, best piece of advice I've ever gotten. Um, like everyone jokes about the happy wife, happy life thing. That I actually agree with that, but not just happy wife, happy life. I don't know what rhymes with happy husband. Um, but <laughs> may, making making sure that both are happy, like. And, and that's one thing that I think of, I don't even know who told me or exactly what they said, but you know, it's, it, it comes down to constantly creating a relationship. And I do believe that, you know, you could, you could have a relationship with, with anyone. And if you're both willing to constantly create on it, you, you can make it work 100%. And obviously, you know, that might counteract the, the one and, you know, the soulmates and, and all that stuff. But if it came down to it, um, you, you can create on, on anything and the moment you stop creating on on it, that's when it kind of starts to falter or starts to shrink or starts to kind of go go wrong and that, that can be things so basic as you know, um, you know like this one thing that me and Ellie have done like we were kind of bearing that in mind and it was like, what's something that you really like doing um, and you know for, for whatever reason, it's like Ellie like oh you know, let's I like to um, go out for breakfast on a Sunday morning. I'm like, all right, cool. What's something you like doing? Oh, I like going for like a hike or something. And you know, for me, going out for breakfast on a Sunday morning, that's not necessarily like, I'll go do it, but it's not like, for me personally, I'd rather go to the gym or something. And for Ellie, that's what she wanted to do. And hiking, she's not super into it. So it's like, all right, cool. Well, let's let's go out for brekkie, and then we'll go for a hike. We'll go for a hike and go for brekkie, and we're we're doing things to accommodate each other's needs and wants and things that we want to do and we're both like obviously if there was something that I hated doing or she hated doing I'm obviously not going to make her do it and vice versa you know very, very important is is the constant constant create on relationships like and no matter what no matter where it goes the moment you stop creating on it that's kind of where it starts to falter Sweet what about you Sammy? I think that the concept of the time being right is complete bullshit. I don't think there's such thing as a right time. And I know for sure that 
you know, the current, probably the last six to eight months of, of you know, the, the last six to eight months have been the hardest time of my life where the most pressure's on, there's the most demand for all kinds of things. And I'm very happy that I've had the chance to build my relationship in the same time frame as you have the heat and the pressure coming on because time, time will never be right and that effectively is what you want in a partner. That's what I want in a partner. Someone who will back you up and help you get through the tough times and then you can enjoy the good times with. But you need to know that if they're sleeping next to you, that they have your back 110% and that you can love and trust them with anything because that's, that's what you're doing. You're, you're working together. You're a team. You're no longer two individuals. You are, you're a team. That's brilliant, man. I'm tempted to end it there, but all of this is our opinion. By the way, we are not trained professionals, despite two lads having pretty rock-solid marriages. All right, throwing it open to anyone. I'm not going to go round to each person, but if you have an answer to this, we'll do some rapid, uh, quick, fire questions. So if single people are listening to this, what's your advice to them to find the one? Yeah, that's a good question. My advice would be to look at look at all the things that you want like literally like write that shit down on paper like, right like uh, Sammy said before yeah ex- exactly what Sammy said that, like, that, that's, the, that's the only advice I, I'd give okay because like if, if you can list out all the things that you want and that you need that shit will come crawling to you I've got some slightly different advice I don't give a fuck I think um, Mal's a dickhead so you can just shut the fuck up four years baby nah I think I think when you're single, sometimes it's very easy to kind of think that you have to change yourself or you have to be this certain person that you see in the movies or you hear about or something like that to be desirable for the one when they come along. And, you know, you, you've got this one chance to see, to meet this one chick and, you know, if you miss it, you could be fucked or whatever, right? You know, there's some stupid shit that goes through some people's head. And to a degree, you know, like I remember feeling a bit like that. So... I would just say just get busy doing the things that you love doing in life and being the person you are and like it's again it's a bit cliched but the right person will come along if you change your focus to spending your life trying to find someone spend your life doing you know the thing you like doing or the thing you want to do and chances are you'll meet someone in that occupation or that you know that area of life um, when you wouldn't if you were too busy trying to find someone that's what I'd say sick Sammy anything to add? 100%. I'm going to tie it together. Here's exactly what you do. You sit down and you do exactly what Mal just said. You write down your 152% ideal person. Their hair color, their height, their interests, what they do, who they are, everything about them. So you know exactly. You have to name the the thing you want. So it's basically build a bear. Yeah, you have to go good. This is it. Like you know everything down from aesthetically to like what the what they will look like to what their interests are. Do they like kids? Do they want kids? Like you have to go through everything and you have to name. Like, you have to name it out. You have to go good. And then you, you've got to actually want it. You've got to go after it. With that being said, you cannot get fixated. And it's exactly what Ben says. You, you go, okay, good. That's what I want. And now you got to live your own you got to live your own life. There's more to life than just having a partner. And you have to be, you know, fulfilled as, as yourself. Have your integrity and get your own goals together. And and honestly, it worked for me. The, the very best thing I think you can do is take that list of who you want to be with and look at it from okay good if that chick or that guy um, was is standing in front of you 
what's what's going to be on their list? If this is your ideal scene, do you do you uh, match up to what they would want in a person? And if you don't, harden the fuck up, get your shit together, and and fix your stuff because you know you should you should be able to have your ideal scene, your your ideal person. You should be able to have that and. You know, you know when you when you're getting a little pudgy, or when you haven't been working that hard, or when you're a bit lazy. So get it together. Nice. All right. Quick question to everyone: What's the nicest thing you can do for a partner, Sammy? All right. Nice thing you do for a partner. Massages. <laughs> Stumped. No flattery. Flattery will go a long way, and. Uh, a small gentle acknowledgement towards something done correctly and encouraging encouraging something that's like survival and and, you know that's good it goes a a million miles nice Mel? Um, you can hold your own microphone mate this ain't channel 9 no this is definitely channel 9 the nicest thing you can do massages I'm a big fan of massages. That's all for me. Sweet. Benny? Yeah, look, massages are really good, especially when you're good at giving massages. But the thing uh, I reckon that I like to do the most is um, kind of like what Sammy touched on, but it doesn't have to be flattery specifically so much as just um, saying one well, I guess this would be flattery. You know, just, just commenting on one thing that they do well, that you genuinely believe, or one nice thing about them, whether it's their physical appearance, something that they do. You know, sometimes um, I'll notice that my wife has this one kind of thing that she's either really good at, and after kind of a while, you start to kind of pick up, and you're like, oh, this is, this is a reoccurring thing, and you are really good at this, or, you know, you're really nice in this respect to these kind of people or this and that and when you comment on that and it's genuine then the you know the other person really enjoys it I know that I enjoy it when she does the same for me sweet you want to say something so Sammy the very best thing you can do for your partner and I heard this on someone else's podcast is it's what women want in a relationship hang on just quickly you listen to someone else's podcast Mate, I listen to podcasts every day. I'm about the. I love podcasts, but here's the deal. This is what this is what a, a middle-aged woman who has children and, and you could say is quite successful when it comes to relationships put forward to other. She she put it out there to men. This is what women want in relationships, and it's to be reminded that you love them, to be reminded that you care about them, and even if it's on a small scale, whether it's sending them roses, sending them a text, Ooh, yeah. telling them at night when you wake up in the shower, just constant small reminders that you have affection and affinity for them right, and the I can tell things, you eh? the tiny little things but that's you know it's cliche but it is it's they want to be reminded that you love them and I can tell you I mean I'm a, I'm a young guy but from a, a guy's perspective 100% that reciprocated would be fantastic that's all I need and want is her to back me up and her to, to give me small reminders that she loves and cares about me sweet nothingness That's the episode for this week. Thanks so much for listening and I hope you found some joy in it. 
As always, I'd love if you would subscribe and share with anyone you think would enjoy it. I'd greatly appreciate it. You can also follow me on Instagram at Hope Initiative Pod. And change things up this week, here's some vocals from Jess Bailey. I noticed during the week that I got my first one-star rating on iTunes, which can only be a good thing, meaning the haters are coming for me, so I must be getting noticed. Jokes aside, if you can take the time and leave a rating, the more positive the better, that'd be great. And until next week, all the very best.